Hi, this is Rachel Adams, and you're listening to the Radical Radiance Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Radical Radiance. I'm Rebecca George, your host, and I'm excited to explore all four themes of Advent with you in our series called Prepare Him Room. This is episode four, all about love. We've got an amazing guest joining us, Rachel Adams, author of A Little Goes a Long Way, 52 Weeks to a Significant Life, and host of the Love Offering Podcast. Rachel's heart for chatting with us about God's love will be such an encouragement to you. A quick reminder, if you're looking for a meaningful way to journey through Advent this year, it's not too late to join us by ordering Prepare Him Room, Radical Radiance Interactive Advent Devotional on Amazon today. It's designed to lead you through these four conversations with journal prompts, scripture for reflection, discussion questions, and fun activities and recipes you can use this Christmas season as you prepare room in your heart to celebrate the birth of Jesus and what his earthly ministry means for us today as followers of Christ. So let's jump right into this conversation about love. But before we do, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss any of the amazing conversations we're having here at Radical Radiance. Now, get ready for an amazing conversation all about love. Help me welcome your friend and mine, Rachel Adams, to the show. Friend, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I just could not have anyone else do this episode as we were brainstorming for this Advent series. And I knew we would have an episode on love. I just began kind of slotting people in the other spots and and praying who God would have. And you were just such the logical choice for this episode on love. And so I'm so excited to chat with you today. But before we dig in too far into the topic, the series that we're doing called Preparing Him Room... It's all about preparing our hearts to celebrate Jesus's birth and what that means for us today. And so I wonder when I say that phrase, preparing him room, what comes to mind in your own heart and life that maybe needs to shift or change in order to create space for all God wants to show us during this Advent season? That's always on my mind as we think about preparing for that. And so I wonder what does that bubble up in you? Well, I'm, I'm going to already move into the love talk because I love it. What, <laughs> what comes to my mind is the greatest commandment to love the Lord God with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our strength, all of our soul, and to love our neighbor as ourself. Yeah. And so the reason that I bring that up is all of our heart and all of our mind, all of our strength and all of our soul, because I think that so many of us are just giving him a little bit yeah. of all of that. And, and I know that that's the case for me. I give him a portion of those things, especially during these holiday seasons. We are very distracted and we yeah. are so focused on all of the, the earthly things. And, and even though so many of those things are good things, you know, the, the decorations and the busyness of the seasons and all that needs to be done. So many times we forget why we're doing it and, and more importantly, who we're doing it for. Mm. And so I would just challenge each of us and myself included, have you given your whole heart to the Lord in this yeah. season? Have you given your whole mind to him in this season? He wants He wants all of you, uh, not just in this season, but in every single season. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think with that, 
I'm naturally thinking of the topic of your book, A Little Goes a Long Way. So for our friends who have not listened to the episode that we've done in the past together about that and um, and listen to that episode, I would encourage you to do that. And as we are loving God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, loving our neighbor as ourself, I think sometimes we discount the opportunities that God places in front of us. I think particularly in busy seasons, like the Christmas season, because there's so much big and flashy that's go- typically going on in our lives. We're going to parties or we're maybe hosting friends or family, and yet we find ourselves at coffee with a friend and God opens a door for encouragement or we're somewhere and we're checking out at the grocery counter and the person that's checking our groceries out feels a little discouraged. And we have that moment where God invites us to speak words of encouragement over them or whatever, whatever the thing is that God's put in front of you today. I think so many times we can discount those opportunities that we have. And so whatever you want to add there, because you're, you're like the expert in a little goes a long way in making those mundane insignificant moments matter for the kingdom. So in light of the Christmas season, I don't know, what would you have to add there? Because I think that matters so much, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I think what's coming to my mind is even though Christmas can be a very joyful season, I think it's a season that almost, um, sheds light on how lonely some people are and how much need there is too. There yeah. are a lot of people that it might be one of the, the saddest seasons as well. And so maybe just be cognizant this season yeah. as you're going about your day to just be in tune with the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, show me those people that need a touch from you today yeah. that maybe aren't just feeling the joy um, that you have for them, that need your presence, that I can I can show your love, you know, to them and your light to them as I yeah. go about my day today. And that's, that is a little text or a little gift or a smile or a hug or, you know, just letting them in front of you in line or whatever it may be that day, or just, just starting a conversation. It really is a lot simpler than we make it out to be. The Rebecca's Reads book for December is A Warrior Mama's Prayers, A Year of Praying Scripture Over My Child by Bethany Kimsey. Praying for your children is vital, and Bethany gives you a guide of prompts, scripture to reflect on, and space to journal as you dedicate time in prayer for your kids. You'll pray for the gospel to bear fruit, for their character, the spiritual battles they will face, and more. Get your copy of A Warrior Mama's Prayers by Bethany Kimsey, or grab a copy as a Christmas gift for your favorite mama on Amazon today. Are you looking for the perfect planner and journal for your time with Jesus? I want to share Wholehearted's Quiet Time Companion with you. Keep all of your prayer lists, memorization goals, learning notes, daily journal entries, and more neatly organized. I have used the Quiet Time Companion for a long time and can personally speak to how it has drawn me deeper into the delight of spending time with Jesus each day. Go grab one for yourself or for your best friend as a Christmas gift by visiting wholeheartedquiettime.com and use the code, all caps, REBECCA20 today. Yeah, absolutely it is. Okay, well, this episode is all about love, and you have spent the last several years having conversation around what it means to love others and um, 
and you've written multiple books on the topic. So your podcast is called The Love Offering. So for friends who have not tuned in to your podcast, I would highly encourage that as well. And so I wonder after all of that work, after all of those conversations, how would you most clearly define God's love towards us? This is a challenge, I think, you know, and actually I have a, a friend that really struggles to believe that God loves her. Yeah. And so as a gift, I went and I highlighted every time in the Bible that it says, talks about God's love. Mm-hmm. And do you know, there are actually like, oh, depending on the translation, there are sure. between 300 and 500 times that it talks about God's love from Old Testament to New Testament. That is a lot wow. of highlighting. And so I didn't want to. When I set out to give this gift, I didn't realize like how much time this would actually take. <laughs> um, so it was a labor of love, but I'm so glad that I did it because it actually impressed upon my heart how much yeah. God loves me too. Um, and it was just such beautiful. I mean, it, the Bible is God's love letter to us yeah. and, and, and in all those ways. And so I, I was so thankful to do that for her, but so thankful to do that um, for myself as well, because God is love. It says that in first John four, eight. And so that's how I would describe him. And, um, but I think what he is, is it's his love in action. And that's what he has proven to us. And it talks mm-hmm. about in first Corinthians 13. So often we say that at, at marriage ceremonies. I don't know if you all did that at your year and Dustin's marriage, but we did that at mine and Brian's yeah. years ago. Um, Brian's grandmother, he, um, she and her husband read that at our um, mm. wedding to us. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, Mm. always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And all Mm. of those mentions of love is agape love. And agape love is God's love. God is love. And God's love is all of those things. And those are all action-oriented things that are displayed for other people. And that is what he's asking of us, but we can't do that, any of that, apart from him and his Holy Spirit work in us. And so I know that was a lot, but that is, I feel like, yeah. but I think if I was going to describe him, God is love, but that it is translated and displayed in all of those ways to us. I'm reminded as you're talking about that, of just the passage where Jesus is talking about what it looks like to abide in him. And there's that verse that talks about, mm-hmm. you know, abide in me and I in you for apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the challenge and the encouragement in, you know, reading and kind of unpacking some of the passages like this is, yeah, that, that is a tall order, as you said, and uh, we're not in that alone. And we have his Holy Spirit within us. I mean, you, you said that two or three times in the eight minutes that we've been talking, right? Like we are not alone in this journey of loving others well during the holiday season. And when you were reading that passage, there was just one phrase that stuck out to me. And so maybe it will for listeners too, as they're entering the holiday season, part of that whole loving others as Christ loved us thing is keeping no record of wrongs. Mm. And I think that can be really hard during the holiday season. I just want to call that out as a challenge I I would be giving myself as I'm spending time with friends and family. Uh, we all have maybe situations where it's easy to to keep a tally 
and a record of wrongs. And I just wonder how the culture of our home might shift, how much more we might enjoy time with friends and family if we would just let go of that this holiday season. I don't know why that is just like, um, that was just on my mind as you were reading that passage, because I think that's something that we all struggle with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't keep score. Yeah. And and if you think about, you know, God doesn't keep a record of our wrongs. He casts our sins as far as the East is from the West and forgets our sins. And so another tall order, (laughs) but but it's something that we're called to do. And in his strength, we can do it. And I think that, you know, it goes back to the greatest commandment and how we began, you know, loving others is what we are commanded to do. Loving God and loving others. And, and so we know that this is what we're called to do. And in our humanness, though, it really is difficult to do because we are human and we are sinful, fallen human beings. But with God's help, we really can do it. That's right. So we could say that God's love toward us is shown maybe the most clearly in a passage that we've probably all memorized if we've been around our Bibles for a while in John three sixteen, And I'll read it for us. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so in light of, you know, preparing for the birth of Jesus and to walking into this Advent season, what does this show us about the biblical definition of love? I think the word that comes to my mind is sacrifice. It's a sacrificial, selfless love. Yeah. And I think that that is, if I'm being honest, that is the kind of love that I struggle with the most because I am so selfish. Yeah, we Um, all are. Yeah. But God, he, he, he displayed that by giving of his son and then Jesus sacrificed himself for us. And then he gave the Holy Spirit to us. But then he yeah. challenges us. He says in John 15, 12 through 13, he says, Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Mm-hmm. And so he is calling us to not not in a literal sense to sacrifice ourselves in that physical way that Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross, but but, but to sacrifice our time and yeah. our resources and maybe our desires, you know, we, we are daily sacrificing our, our needs and our, and our wants for our spouses and our friends and our children. You know, I, I think, you know, I was just telling you, Rebecca, my children were, were sick this weekend. And mm. so it was, it was me laying down some of the things that maybe I would have wanted to do to clean the house and Clorox yeah. it and, and make meals and, um, you know, instead of reading and, and working out and watching movies and doing the things that maybe I would have wanted to do necessarily, I was, yeah. I was caring for my, my children, you know, and, and I, that sounds maybe like a silly example, no, but it, it is. it's laying down yourself because out of love for and wanting to care for somebody, um, caring for their needs outside of your own. And so what does that look like in your life today? Setting aside your needs and wants and desires for somebody else's. And that that is that kind of sacrificial love that God is calling us to. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. So there's another passage that I love in how it talks about because of Jesus's loving sacrifice, as we've just talked about, uh, we are now identified as children of God. So I'm going to read 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3 for us, and it says this. 
See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is, and everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. And so I wonder as you think about how Jesus' sacrifice then further becomes part of our identity as children of God. How does that encourage you, you know? I love in that verse that it calls us his his beloved. And I love thinking about him as our father and me as his child. And as I was looking at my commentary for this verse, and it it talks about that we are his heirs and like Mm co-heirs with Christ. And when you think about that, like the the depth of that and what we have received as a part of our inheritance. Um, But I actually heard Bob Goff speak on this, and it was so impactful to me because I have struggled with this. And I wonder if you have as well, that so often we think about obtaining our riches one day, like getting our treasure one day in heaven. Like if we are saved as believers, like as his children, as being a part of his family, one day we're going to get all this treasure and all this benefit one day in heaven. Mm -hmm. But what Bob Goff was saying, and it was so impactful to me is like, we have that inheritance as his children right now. Our greatest gifts, he's given us his Holy Spirit. He's given us his son. We are like living almost like we're poor here on earth right now, where God has given us so much here, that inheritance to live and these gifts to enjoy right now. We are rich right now here yeah. on earth. And so what does it look like to live in light of our inheritance and live in light of all those riches right here, right now um, as his children? And yeah. I think that that's something so beautiful to think about. Yeah, I do too. And I think the more that we're in his word, the more aware we are of those things, right? When when we are just captive to the schedule that we make and we're so busy and we're running around and preparing for the next Christmas party or, or whatever, and our hearts aren't fixed on those truths, I think that's when it's hardest for me to dwell on those things, right? But when I'm constantly going before the Lord and I'm spending time in his word and I'm meditating on those truths of what it means to be a child of God and and all of those things, then my heart's much more fixed on that, right? And, I, and I'm finding my joy in the only place where it's truly found, which is another episode that we're going to have. We're going we're gonna to talk all about joy, which I'm excited about. But I just think we can't, we can't talk about love without talking about how that then identifies us as children of God. So I love that. And we've talked a little bit in the episode about how we're not alone as we are loving others as as Christ loved us. But as I was reflecting on the topic of love, Romans 8 came to my mind where Paul tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God, right? And so I'm going to read a short bit of Romans 8, but Romans 8 is one of my is one of my favorite passages in all of scripture. So I would totally recommend taking a day this Advent season and just dwelling on Romans 8. Maybe read it aloud, maybe listen to it on your Bible app or something like that, because it's just so full of rich truth. But I'm going to start in verse 37. It says this, 
Know in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor anything present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so as I read that, how does that encourage you? You know, when when Paul actually wrote it, he was writing it in the middle of imprisonment and hardship and persecution and illness. And you, you just think about the life of Paul and those yeah. that, those early believers and what he was actually trying to communicate in those verses. Yes. You know, he was saying, God loves you even in the midst of all of this hardship that we are experiencing right now, but God yeah. still loves you. He has not left you even in this. And so we look at our lives now and all of the hardship that we may be experiencing right now, the cancers, the financial hardship, the, the stresses, the, the family dynamics that you may be experiencing this holiday season, whatever the depression, whatever you are experiencing right now, God has not left you. His love meets you there. His presence has not left you. Nothing can separate you or you cannot escape from his love or his presence. And so that is what Paul is communicating in these verses. There's nowhere that you can flee. He sees you. He hears you. He is with you exactly where you are. Um, and so I, that, that is such, that is one of the most comforting verses yes. to me in all of scripture. Um, yeah. I, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful promise. Yeah. I'm so thankful for it too. Well, as we are kind of rounding out this episode, one of the things that we're asking in all of these topics, hope, joy, peace, love is what gets in the way of your ability to experience God's love? What comes to mind when I ask that question? Uh, I think human <laughs> humans have gotten in my way. And yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a skewed perception of the conditional love that I have experienced here on earth um, mm-hmm. because God's love is so unconditional. And so when you have experienced maybe an unloving earthly father, and then here mm-hmm. we are talking about this heavenly father that treats, you know, loves you like a, his child, you're thinking, well, I don't have any frame of reference for that. Or yeah. we're talking about this, well, what do you mean? There's this, this secure um love that won't be separated from me in these hardships. I've, 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 I, I didn't experience that. There has always mm-hmm. been a separation from me when I experienced hardship. And so I think when we've experienced that, um, then that has gotten in the way. But I would just encourage everybody to go and read your Bible and go and highlight every single one of those those passages in, from yeah. Old Testament and see the faithfulness of God and see how he has not just, you know, so often I think we're tempted to look at just Jesus. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, in the Old Testament, God was kind of the, the one that was the judging, the kind of wrathful one. And yeah. then Jesus was this very loving one, you know. Yeah. And when, But we, we, we have a tendency to and separate the Trinity when really the Trinity has always been present from Old Testament to New Testament until now. And so yeah. look at it, the Bible in its entirety. God has always, God is love. God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity is love. And so yeah. I would encourage you just to look at how God has been faithful to love um, always. And he's going to continue to love you in the exact same way today. Yeah. And his other qualities, 
I think this matters so much right now with what's going on in culture. His other qualities, characteristics, things like his wrath, his justice, his mercy, all of those things that we know to be true about him are not in contradiction to his love. Mm. I think that's something that a lot of people are wrestling with today. And that's not something that we can fully understand this side of heaven. And I think that's a hard tension that we hold this side of heaven, right? Because we see something happen out in the world or we experience suffering that in the end refines and molds us more into the likeness of Jesus, but it's hard. And and we're actually not promised freedom from that, this side of heaven. If anything, like, as a follower of Christ, we're going to experience suffering. We're going to experience having to die to ourselves daily. That's part of the Christian life. And those characteristics about God aren't in contradiction. And I don't fully understand that today. And that's okay. You know, like we we can hold the mystery of God's character a little bit more than maybe we're comfortable with. And that's okay today, you know, that's coming to um, mind actually, as you're saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that as well, about his, his discipline and his consequences. You know, when you think about a father yeah. and I think about, you know, as I'm a mother, sometimes my love comes in the form of discipline and consequences. Right. Um, and so our heavenly father, sometimes his love comes in that form as well, but it, but it comes out of love wanting what's best and knowing in his sovereignty and his plan for not just our good, but out of the, for all of the kingdom and all of us, um, yeah. what's best for all of us for, um, eternity. Um, and yeah. that's out of his loving nature as well. Yeah. Amen. So good. Okay, I have a couple fun questions for you. So the first one is, do you have a favorite Advent or Christmas tradition that the Adams family loves to do every year? We, my very favorite and is our Christmas Eve service at church mm. and it's the candlelight service and we've go every single year. And so I always have a picture of my kids holding their little candle yeah. each year and we they always sing um, silent night and, you know, every, you just look around this, the, the room and everybody's just the glow of it and everybody singing and um, just the eve before, you know, I don't know, Christmas. And then everybody blows their candle out and you're, you're encouraged to go and shine your light to the world. It's just such a beautiful reminder and feel good. And you're surrounded by family and you're surrounded by friends and, um, of course, the presence of the Lord. And so I always look forward to um, that, that evening, the candlelight service at, at church on Christmas yeah. Eve. I love that. So good. Okay. Do you have a favorite recipe that you make during the holiday season? And would you be willing to share it with us? Yes. And yes. Um, so, um, and so I, uh, it's too, it's too long to give you all the ingredients, yeah, sure. and like the, you know, the, the details of it right now, but I'll absolutely, I'm going to give you the, I'll give you the link and you can put it in your show notes. Okay. Um, perfect. But it's, it's, it's my Munder's recipe, which is my grandmother. Okay. Cause we couldn't say grandmother. So we called her Munder. Um, and then they're nutmeg logs, which is a cookie. Ooh, okay. <laughs> 
So it's so the the nutmeg. It's kind of like a. It's not an overly sweet. It goes great with coffee. It's kind of like Ooh, a yum. sugar cookie, but not overly sweet. Frosted, um, with like a sprinkle of nutmeg on top. Um, but it, yeah. it, it's kind of like a. I don't know. A great. It, you can eat. Almost like you could have it for breakfast or you could have it for dessert, either one. Yes. Ooh, I love that. Okay, and we – I love that. I love things that go well with coffee. Well, we will make sure and have that not only in the show notes, but we'll also have it in our interactive devotional book that's going to be coming out this holiday season. So if friends have not already grabbed that, go grab a copy of it so that you can follow along as these episodes come out. And maybe we'll we'll throw a QR code or something in there so that folks can go and grab that and make it with their families and drink it with their coffee or eat it with their coffee this holiday season. So... I love that so much. Okay. There's one last question that I ask every guest that comes on the podcast. You know, you've been on before. So I love having guests return and answer it again because the Lord's always at work in our hearts. And so it's always fun to hear what comes to mind as I ask this question. So the podcast is called Radical Radiance with a heart to help women see how they can radiate the heart of Jesus in their life, their work, their relationships. And so I wonder in this season of your life, Rachel, how would you answer the question, what about Jesus makes you radiant? So I would say, I don't know if it's a cop out, but I would say that it's God's love. Um, He says that as I have loved you, so you must love one another by this. All men will know you are my disciples if you love one another. You know, I just was thinking about the world is watching what we're doing and they will know that we are his disciples by our love. And so I would just challenge each and every one of us as people are watching you, are you known by his love? And that's a challenge for me too. Um, Or are we known by something else? And so let us be known by our love because if God is love, then that's how we should be known as well. And so um, that's how... I pray that we are known. So his love makes me radiant. I pray. I love that. I love that. Well, I want to give you a chance to share with our friends, where can they grab a little goes a long way? How can they connect with you? Listen to the love offering, all of those things after this conversation. Yes, I would love to connect with everyone listening. You can find me at Rachel Adams author on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me at rachelkadams.com and you can find A Little Goes a Long Way anywhere books are sold and you can listen to the Love Offering podcast if you've liked today's conversation. Um, We have conversations just like this and you can um, listen to that anywhere on any listening platform. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, I am so grateful for you, friend, and I just loved having you on this episode. You are the perfect person to bring in to talk about love today, and I can't wait for our listeners to get their hands on A Little Goes a Long Way and be introduced to the love offering as well. So thank you again for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for this special Advent series called Prepare Him Room here on the Radical Radiance podcast. I hope this conversation with Rachel Adams has left you encouraged to find ways to share God's love during the Advent season and beyond. Don't forget to grab your copy of Prepare Him Room Radical Radiance Interactive Advent Devotional on Amazon today. It's a wonderful companion for diving deeper into these four Advent themes, complete with journal prompts, scripture for reflection, recipes, and much more to celebrate this season with intention. 
As we close out today's episode, I want to invite you to hit that subscribe button so you can stay connected with all the conversations we're having on Radical Radiance and share this episode with a friend if it particularly encouraged you today. I'll be back next episode for another awesome conversation. Thank you for joining me for this special Advent series, Prepare Him Room. Merry Christmas.